answered over 5,000 questions on Twitter, and I've never known the questions in advance. And the message. I wait for my father to feed me. And whatever he tells me to say, that I say. And whatever he bids me to do, that I do. It's the Teachings 2.0 Podcast with your host, Brother Abdul Kiam Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to another edition of the Teachings 2.0 Podcast. I'm your host, Brother Abdul Kiam Muhammad. As always, you know that this podcast is inspired by the divine teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. As taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And you know, brothers and sisters, we have to thank you as the listeners for all of your support, all of your love, all of your feedback, your critique, all of the questions you have submitted to us. And thank you for all your love, man, that you've been giving to us on social media, following us on Instagram, giving us your critique and even your demands on those things that you want to hear more and more from this show. And, you know, we have to thank Minister Farrakhan for his love his compassion, his support, his critiques and ideas on how we can make this podcast better because he is definitely the inspiration behind this podcast. And you know, he is the inspiration behind the logo because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad stated to Minister Farrakhan that if there were any symbol that he could choose to represent his mission, his work, it would be that trumpet because the trumpet represents resurrection. And then he would later say that to Minister Farrakhan, Allah could not have given him a better helper than he has in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So it's interesting to me that on July the 4th, 2020, Minister Farrakhan would state that he is God's mouthpiece and he is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's trumpet, who has definitely been delivering a message of warning, guidance and upliftment for the last 65 years. So thank you, Brother Minister, for all of your love and support of the Teachings 2.0 podcast. Brothers and sisters, there has been a lot going on since the last time we were together. You know, we've been talking about the July 4th, 2020 address. There's been so many different anniversaries. The Asparacon Town Hall meeting anniversary was on September the 26th, which you know was the historic social media town hall that Minister Farrakhan hosted from the historic Final Call Administration Building in 2012 which I was blessed to be a part of. And in an upcoming episode, we'll definitely get a chance to talk more and more about that. But I want to talk about the anniversary that we just passed, which is the 25th anniversary of the historic, that's right, historic Million Man March, where God blessed Minister Farrakhan to make a call for a million black men to go to Washington, D.C. on their own dime, On a Monday, October the 16th, 1995, and nearly two million men showed up and answered that call. Now, I have to tell you all, I was not blessed to go to the Million Man March. And I have to tell you, I was shedding tears because I wanted to go. But my blessed mother, Sister Mavis Muhammad, at that time, she could not afford to send me. But however, you know, back in the day before 9-11, they would allow you to actually go all the way, you know, to the gate of the airport when you were dropping off your family members. And so my beloved brother, brother Derek Muhammad, he was going to the march. So my mother and I dropped him off at the airport at Intercontinental Airport here in Houston. And let me tell you all, I don't know what instructions the CEO or the um, managers or the those that were over the airport that day. 
But I remember not seeing one single white worker in the airport that day. Not one. No janitor, no concession worker, nobody taking up tickets. I saw nothing but black people working that day. And at the gate, oh, my God, it was nothing but black men, their son, that was swarming and packed, getting ready to head to D.C. So my blessed mother actually allowed me to stay the entire time to watch all of the men that were on the same flight with my brother get on board <laughs> to head towards the Million Man March several days before October the 16th. And on that day, October the 16th, my mother allowed me to stay home from school. That's right. I stayed home from school. I was actually um, in my junior year at Forest Brook Senior High School. Yes, I was just a junior at that time. And I stayed home and I was able to go to the blessed, wonderful Shape Community Center that's been serving our community for now nearly about 60 years. And at that time, they had a new building that's on Almeda. And it actually was not even constructed yet. <laughs> it was just wood plates up and frames. And we watched the Million Man March. Now, don't y'all be trying to call me old. But we watched the Million Man March on this big old TV that was sitting on the floor. And I remember I received a button that I got at the Shape Community Center that said I was one in a million. So me and my mother actually went to the Shape Community Center, watched the Million Man March live throughout all the entire time. And then we went home. And on the next day, let me tell y'all something. I was a celebrity at Forsbrook High School. I wore my button with pride. And my friend said, man, you didn't even go. And at that time, my name was Jesse. They were like, Jesse, you didn't even go to the Million Man March. I said, yes, I did. Because Minister Farrakhan called all of us out to a duty, even if he wasn't there. And I had my button on. I was one in a million. And I was the only person from my school that stayed at home. So I became a celebrity. <laughs> well, I was already a celebrity, kind of, because my name used to be Jesse Jackson. Hey, don't y'all call me that no more. But they used to always consider me a popular person that did these things. And once I got introduced to the teachers of the Honorable Muhammad in ninth grade, I had already kind of got turned out in a good way. I always was considered the preacher of all of the various organizations on the campus. So when I stayed home for the Million Man March, nobody was surprised, but they were excited. And I got a chance to share with them what I witnessed of that Million Man March. So that's part of my story of the impact that this call that God blessed Minister Farrakhan to make had on me as a junior in high school. So we have to play for you right now just a short clip from that beautiful message that Minister Farrakhan delivered titled Towards a More Perfect Union. Here's that clip right now from the Million Man March, 1995, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Look at you! Oh, I don't know what the number is. Uh -huh. It's too much for me to count. Mm. But I think they said it's a million and a half or two. I don't know how many. But you know, I called for a million. When I saw the word go out my mouth, I looked at it. I said, oh my God. It just came out of my mouth. I, I didn't know. And after it came out, I said, well, I got to go with it. And I'm so glad I did. People told me, you better change that figure to one more realistic. And I should have changed it to the three million man march. 
almost finished. Take your time. I want to take one last look at the word atonement. The first four letters of the word form the foundation. A-T-O-N. Aton. Aton. Since this obelisk in front of us is representative of Egypt in the 18th dynasty, a pharaoh named Akhenaten was the first man of this history period to destroy the pantheon of many gods and bring the people to the worship of one god and that one god was symbol by a sun disk with 19 rays coming out of that sun with hands holding the Egyptian Ankh the cross of life Aton. The name for the one God in ancient Egypt. Aton. The one God. 19 rays. Look at your scripture. A woman. Remember the nine? Means somebody pregnant with an idea. But in this case, it's a woman pregnant with a male child destined to rule the nations with a rod of iron. God is standing over her womb and this child will be like the day sun and he will say, I am the light of the world. Hands coming out of that sun. Come unto me. All ye that are heavy laden, I'm going to give you rest, but I'm going to give you life. Because I am the resurrection and the life. And if you believe in me, though you are dead, yet shall you live again. You're a dead black man. But if you believe in the God who created this son of truth and of light with 19 rays meaning he's pregnant with God's spirit God's life God's wisdom Abraham Lincoln statue 19 feet high 19 feet wide Jefferson 19 feet high, 16, third, and the third president, 19, standing on the steps of the Capitol in the light of the sun, offering life to a people who are dead. Yes, sir. Black man, the Aton represents the one God in the Quran. Muhammad is called a light-giving son. So if you look at the Aton, add an E to it and separate the A from the next four letters and you get the word A-tone. Tone means sound. 
and A, the first letter of the alphabet, and the first letter of the numerical system is one. So A equals one. So A sound means when you hear the A tone, you will hear the right sound. And when you hear the right sound from the one God calling you to divine life, you will respond. So what is the A tone? In music, A equals 440 vibrations. How long have we been in America? 440 years. Well, in the 440th year, from the one God, the Aton, will come the A tone. And all of us got to tune up our lives yes, sir. by the sound of the A tone. Because we've got to atone for all that we have done wrong. And when you atone, if you take the T and couple it with the A and hyphenate it, you get at one. So when you atone, Tone, uh -huh. you become at one. Yeah. At one with who? The at tone or the one God. Because you heard the A tone and you tuned up your life and now you're ready to make a new beginning. So when you get at one, you get the next two letters. It is M E. Me. Who is it that has to atone? Me. Who? Me. Who went wrong? Me. Who got to fix it? Me. Who should we look to? Me. Yes. And then if you add, if you add another letter to M-E, you get an N. What does that say? Men. So Farrakhan called men why did you call men because in the beginning god made man and if we are at a new beginning we gotta make a man all over again but make him in the image and the likeness of god wow see isn't that powerful now i don't know what people are talking about who are claiming that minister farrakhan didn't give any solutions. He didn't give any plan of action. Didn't give no agenda. If you just go and listen to the last hour of that message, you hear nothing but strategy, plans of action. And every single man on that mall and every in individual man that was watching via television, we all made an individual pledge that is the plan of action of all actions. So I wanted to say and invite to everyone, you can go to NOI.org. You can go to my YouTube channel, Abdul Kiyan Muhammad, and go back and watch that entire lecture for yourself. And I'm telling you, just as Minister Farrakhan stated in a recent edition of the Final Call newspaper where he shared his reflections on that march 25 years later, his words are more relevant 
more powerful and more pregnant and gives more life today than when he delivered them 25 years ago. So go back and watch the entire message from the Million Man March and you come back and let us know what you think about its relevancy today. You know, we got a wonderful show lined up for you today. As always, we have to delve into Minister Farrakhan's divinely inspired answers to your questions for the Ask Farrakhan segment. And as always, you know, I got to share another behind the scenes story of my blessed journey in serving in this capacity and assisting the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And, you know, we're going to always close out with a new track from his award worthy. That's right. I said it award-worthy album let's change the world we'll be right back after this break it's the teachings 2.0 podcast more of the teachings 2.0 podcast coming up next let us unite let us unite everybody singing this melody let us unite there is a need in our community for a universal change and it has to start with the man As our world evolves, so does our nation. Being a man of God means being a man possessed of the knowledge, the spirit, and the power of God anointed to do His will. God makes all things anew. It's time to rise, evolve, and be a part of the cornerstone in God's new kingdom. We invite you to your new and improved FOI class with the newly created classroom and training module from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Find hope. Find desire. Find inspiration to rekindle the fire and build the God within you. You can make things happen just like God when you are awakened as to who you are and whose you are. Open your world to what God has for you. This and every Monday night, the new and improved FOI curriculum in class, growing you in the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We'll see you there. I need your help. Yes, sir. We'll be together, and together we will win. The Final Call Newspaper. With unparalleled spiritual guidance. Get your digital subscription today at finalcall.com. Your questions from all over the world, answered by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to say to all of you that sent questions, I will not rest until every question that you asked, you get an answer. All right, welcome back to the Teachings 2.0 podcast. Again, make sure you go back and watch that full, full message from the historic Million Man March by the Honorable minister lewis farrakhan boy i watched it just the other day with my family from start to finish and i was just so blown away by the insight that god gave the minister during that time that is relevant for us today more than ever and now it's time for the ask farrakhan segment this is where we share with you 
many of Minister Farrakhan's divinely inspired answers to your questions. And again, this man since March 2011 has answered over 5,000. Man, that's a lot of questions. Over 5,000 of your questions via social media. Minister Farrakhan's presence on social media and cyberspace has been a serious game changer. And there is nobody on record who has utilized their social media pages like Minister Farrakhan. And he told me, brother, years ago, he said we must put the social back in social media. So therefore, his favorite part has always been answering the questions of the people and receiving feedback. And I always have to say again, because when you hear these answers, you may think that the minister heard the questions in advance. Oh, he had time to rehearse. But I am a personal witness that the minister out of the 5,000 questions, over 5,000 questions that he has answered, he did not know one of them in advance. So when you're hearing the answer, the minister was actually hearing the question for the first time. So let's get into the first segment of today. The first question that was posed to Minister Farrakhan is, why is it in the face of such great truths that free us, we still don't take action? And the minister responded, The scripture says that a certain man was like a lovely song, and it was only when adversity struck that they recognized truly a prophet of God was among them. But ultimately, after chastisement, they recognized and responded. Mm. And the second question that was posed to the minister is, how will the righteous be protected when America breaks out in anarchy? Mm. And the minister responded, if we study the Psalms of David, he said, the Lord is my light and he is my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? Some of us, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, will be put into prison for the sake of truth. Some of us may be beaten for the sake of truth. And some of us may even be killed for the sake of truth. All of this is written. But in the end, truth will be victorious and the righteous will survive and the kingdom of God will be established on this earth. Wow. Going on to the third question of today, Minister Farrakhan was asked, jealousy, envy and fear come up in my family because of wisdom I get from you. What can I do? And the minister said, Sometimes when we try to share wisdom with those who may not want it, you may not be doing anything wrong. They're rejecting that in which you're trying to teach. But the first thing that you should do is examine the manner in which you are expressing the wisdom. If you express it rightly, there is no way they can reject it. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to me, If you use the wisdom rightly, you will bring them all into submission. The key is using the wisdom rightly. Oh, wow. What a response. And the next question and the last question of this segment of Ask Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan was asked, oh, this is so relevant. What's the point of still celebrating the anniversary of the Million Man March? And the minister responded. The same point that everyone does in celebrating the holidays of a great event in the history of a nation. The Million Man March was something that was never done before and may never be done again. It was a great moment in our history, and it should be studied because the unity and peace that nearly two million men found on that one day 
is what we hope we can produce every day of our lives. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> there you have it. That is the first segment of the Ask Farrakhan segment of this broadcast of the Teachings 2.0 podcast. And always, you know, we want to know what you thought about his answers. We'll be right back after the break. I have a story I have to share with you all on the heels of the Ask Farrakhan Town Hall meeting. And also, you know, we got to play that track from Let's Change the World. We'll be right back after the break. Now available in two volumes, The Teachings 2.0, Twitter sayings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as he answers your questions from all over the world. I can stand here for hours. Ask me questions. I don't care what it is you want to know. My father knows and he feeds me. I've answered over 5,000 questions on Twitter and I've never known the questions in advance. I wait for my father to feed me and whatever he tells me to say, that I say. And whatever he bids me to do, that I do. Together, Volumes 1 and 2, available now for only $15 at store.finalcall.com. Add them to your collection today at store.finalcall.com. The Final Call newspaper with a message of hope and light in the midst of challenging times. There is no more call after this one. This is the final call. For your convenience, the Final Call newspaper has those with impediments in mind. And we've upgraded our technology. Right now, you can go to finalcall.com and take advantage of our self-reading articles. That's right. Our articles will read themselves for you. Just another way the Final Call newspaper is moving into the future. Don't miss an edition. Become a digital subscriber today at finalcall.com. The Final Call newspaper, the trusted, historic black perspective source of news, information, and analysis. And now, back to the Teachings 2.0 podcast. We're changing the world one person at a time. Let's change the world. Welcome back to the Teacher 2.0 Podcast. Did you all enjoy that first segment of the Ask Farrakhan segment? Boy, Minister Farrakhan's answers are so rich that we've actually heard, he has heard from pastors, teachers, scholars, imams, who have actually taken just a sentence from some of his answers and turned them into lectures, curriculums. They've used it to turn them into programs for young people. So Minister Farrakhan actually fulfills what it says in the Holy Quran, that it's light upon light. That if you just parse just one sentence from him, you could be teaching people for days to come. Now, we definitely want you to go to store.finalcard.com to make sure you get your own copies of volumes two and three of the Teachings 2.0, the Twitter sayings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I have to thank each and every one of you who have been supporting the campaign those of you all have been still sending donations where we can give out free copies in the community. And even though this coronavirus, or as Minister Farrakhan has called it, this pestilence from heaven has halted a lot of things, we have been blessed that the truth trafficking, the spreading of truth has not stopped. We've only increased. So with your donations, I've been taking those donations, ordering cases from the Final Call newspaper and shipping them out to people 
through my Instagram page, through my Twitter page, through my Facebook page. And we have been blessing so many people who have been still getting these books around the country and they're sending nothing but love and appreciation back. So again, make sure you go to store.finalcall.com and get your copies. But you know, in the second part of Ask Farrakhan, we're going to read some more of his answers to your question because you keep asking for them, so we have to deliver. Now, I got a story to tell you all. Months after the Ask Farrakhan Town Hall meeting, which again was September the 26th, 2012, now for those that remember, Minister Farrakhan had received Nearly 700 questions submitted from around the world, man. But during the actual live broadcast, which was moderated by our brother, Ashad Muhammad, who was then the assistant editor of the Final Call newspaper, Minister Farrakhan only answered 35 because this is a little different. You know, when we're on the phone recording his answers and in the meetings and he's in his um zone, he's real focused on keeping his answers short. Well, during the webcast, the spirit took over him. So those 35 questions were very rich and the answers was much longer than 140 characters or 280 characters. But at the end, <laughs> the minister made a declaration. He said that he would not rest until he answered every single question that everybody submitted. Now, I don't know if you all really know the track record of Minister Farrakhan like many of us do, but when the minister say he's going to do something, you can take that to the bank. It's going to get done. Because he's a man that's about making his word bond, which we all should strive to be like that, which is the way of Moses, the way of Abraham. It's the way of Jesus. It's the way of Muhammad. Whatever spiritual leader or teacher or divine man that you believe in and follow, when we look in our Bible or our Holy Quran or our spiritual text, these were always men who were striving to make their word bond. So Minister Farrakhan, no matter if it's the rostrum, no matter if it's social media, no matter if it's the prophecy of his home, he is about a man making his word bond. So fast forward a couple of months after that town hall meeting, it's about 930, 940 or so Central Standard Time. <laughs> I'm at my dinner table doing some work for Minister Farrakhan, getting a report together of collecting feedback from his latest responses to the people. And also when the minister speaks and does lectures, I don't just look for the feedback the day of or the day after. I spend months at a time continuing to comb social media to see what people are saying because Minister Farrakhan, as he's told us, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that he is like a guided missile and God is the one that is controlling the buttons off in a corner. So Minister Farrakhan is the same way. He's like a guided missile who is under the control of somebody else. And a guided missile, when it hits the target, it does not know what it has done. But all it can see is, or we can see, is the fallout, the after effect of when the missile hits the target. So Minister Farrakhan likes to read the feedback because he gets the chance to see what is the fallout after God has allowed him to hit the target with a word. So I'm up working, you know, and I'm not <laughs> thinking or expecting that I was going to get a phone call. So all of a sudden, my phone starts vibrating. Like I said, it was nearly 10 o'clock, so I had turned the ringer off. And I look, and I'm like, who is this calling me? Nearly 10 o'clock, and I look, and I see that profile picture. It's the minister. And would you all believe? Now, don't laugh at me. Now, I stood at attention because I said, oh, it's the minister. 
and I wasn't class A. I'm in my home. It's late at night. Everybody else is asleep. So when I answered, I said, Assalamu alaikum, brother minister. He said, Wa alaikum salam, sir. Did I wake you? I said, No, sir. I'm actually doing some work for you, sir. How may I be of service to you? He said, Now that's the question I always like to hear. He said, You know, brother, I feel so bad. I just cannot go to sleep tonight knowing. I still have 50 questions that I was supposed to answer before this month is over with. And he said, brother, I just will not rest peacefully if I have not made my word bond. So do you have a little time right now for me to go ahead and answer those 50 questions that we have sitting? And then in the next couple of days, we'll schedule some time to go to the next set. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, if it's nearly 10 o'clock where I am, that mean it was nearly 11 o'clock where he resides at, where he was calling me from. So here's a man nearly 11 o'clock concerned over making his word bond to you based upon the question that you submitted from the Asparagon Town Hall meeting. Come on now, brothers and sisters. When you think about work ethic and being divinely inspired, man, the minister is a case study that I will forever say that all of us, no matter if you're in an Ivy League school or you go to an HBCU or you just in the streets, the minister is a case study that we all can learn from. So I said, yes, sir, brother minister, can you give me a few moments? I'll set my equipment up. He said, go ahead, sir. I put him on mute. I put my recorder on. I set things up to my phone. And so it literally was a few minutes later because about two minutes later, the minister, I hear him say, he said, all right, brother, let's get started. <laughs> the minister is serious about time. Because he teaches us that if you don't respect time, you don't respect life. So the master does not believe in wasting time. So he is the epitome of you should stay ready so you won't have to get ready. So we start recording and the minister is fired up. He's answering these questions back to back. He didn't know any of them in advance. This is nearly 11 o'clock Eastern time. And he's just as fresh and vibrant. But all of a sudden, around the 35th question, I noticed that his voice started getting a little raspy. He started slowing down and I could tell that the weight of his day was starting to have an effect on him. So now, look y'all, I only had been a year and a half or so on his staff and serving in that capacity directly. And I wasn't taught what was the protocol on letting the minister know, brother minister, maybe you should stop. Brother minister, maybe you should get a little rest. Maybe brother minister, maybe we could, do this tomorrow. I didn't know the protocol of that because I didn't know what was the concept of trying to tell the minister or advise him or suggest to him that he should stop when he has already had his mind made up. <laughs> so I just let him keep going. But my heart was saying, oh, I wish he would rest. And I said, if people would only know the way this man sacrifices, the way his he divinely grinds, as I say, the way he sacrifices, the way he loves and the way he commits himself. So it's one thing for people who know of the minister can say it's cliche. He works night and day. But I'm here with you on this podcast to let you know that I've witnessed this man work literally night and day and work himself to death. Like Paul say, I die daily for the Lord. So at the end of it, the minister finishes the 50 questions and he says, is that it? I say, yes, sir. And he said, you know, brother, those last few, I'm a little concerned because the weight of my day 
really started taking a toll on me. So this is what we'll do. I have an appointment in Chicago that's for 8 a.m. And we're going to be leaving a little before 7 a.m. my time. What I would like to do, brother, is just before I get into the vehicle, I want to call you and I want to answer all 50 questions over. <laughs> I say, yes, sir. He said, would you like to do that? I said, sure. And he said, I'll call you 615 my time. And he said, we'll get started. And then he said, you'll escort me on my ride all the way to Chicago. I said, yes, sir. So that next morning, as I close this story, I make my morning prayer. You know, we as the Muslims, we make our Fajr prayer or our morning prayer before sunset or sunrise, excuse me. And man, <laughs> so at 5 a.m., I make my prayer a little before five, actually. But around about 515 my time, I was already wrecked and set to go. And do you know, at 514 my time, my phone was ringing. Guess who it was? Minister Farrakhan. He was getting in the vehicle, <laughs> getting ready to depart. And he said, are you ready? I said, yes, sir. He said, let's get started. And he fired away again for a little over an hour in his journey from the farm in Michigan all the way to Chicago with no breaks in between with the exception of the time where there's a little dead spot where the phones dropped and he had to call me back. But the minister was in such rhythm and he finished the last question just before he pulled up to his destination. And he said, brother, you have made my day because this has become the joy of my life by answering the people's questions. So he said, this is what we'll do. We'll take both sets. What I answered last night, what I answered this morning, and we'll compare the two and we'll see which one is the best to send back to the questioner. What do you think? I said, yes, sir. But my mind was saying, I think the question need to receive both sets <laughs> because there's nothing from the minister that should ever be wasted. The minister did this constantly over the years. And next time, God willing, on the next episode of the podcast, I'm going to tell you all a story about when I went on a so-called, <laughs> I say so-called, vacation trip with my family in 2013. And the minister was in the Caribbean. And do you believe that that man called me from the Caribbean to ask some more questions? Yes, he did. <laughs> well, that's for another episode at another time, man. Hey, we got the second portion of the Ask Farrakhan segment coming up. We'll be right back after the break. Keep it locked. It's the Teachers 2.0 Podcast. Your questions from all over the world, answered by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to say to all of you that sent questions, I will not rest until every question that you asked, you get an answer. The Final Call Newspaper. With unparalleled spiritual guidance. Get your digital subscription today at FinalCall.com. Now available in two volumes, The Teachings 2.0, Twitter sayings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as he answers your questions from all over the world. I can stand here for hours, ask me questions. I don't care what it is you want to know. My father knows and he feeds me. I'm answered over 5,000 questions on Twitter and I've never known the questions in advance. I wait for my father to feed me and whatever he tells me to say, that I say. 
And whatever he bids me to do, that I do. Together, Volumes 1 and 2, available now for only $15 at store.finalcall.com. Add them to your collection today at store.finalcall.com. And now, back to the Teachings 2.0 podcast. We're changing the world one person at a time. Let's change the world. Welcome back to the Teaching 2.0 podcast. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> my producer, Jay DeLay, or the master producer, as Minister Paracon calls him. Of course, you know, he enjoyed that story because, you know, previously I told you all the minister called me and caught me sleeping. <laughs> and I told you all, hey, that would not happen again. So I was blessed this time that I wasn't sleeping when he called me and I didn't have that Barry White, you know, voice. But Thank you, Brother Minister, for inspiring me to just continue to work harder and serve better. You know, because in truth, I never really understood what grind really was like until I was blessed to work with the minister in this intimate capacity and to see how he is so dedicated and so in love to the point one time he asked me and others at the dinner table. He said, what fuels the sun? And then he said, what fuels Farrakhan? And he looked over at me. He said, you know, brother, that might be a good lecture to do. That might be something good to study and look up. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us in the book Flag of Islam that it's actually the will of God that fuels the sun. And I can just say, you know, humbly with confidence that it's the will of God that fuels the minister. How else could a man make a call? For a million and nearly two million show up if God's will wasn't at the root of the call. You see, so brothers and sisters, you got to know that we're not just dealing with some ordinary man. This man is something that we definitely have to pay more attention to and listen more closely to the word that he have to deliver. But now let's get into more of his answers to your question. This is the second portion, the second segment of the Ask Farrakhan of the Teachers 2.0 podcast. So this next question, this is one that was posed to the minister. He was asked, do you really believe you are Muslim and a Christian? And how do you explain it? And the minister responded. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, every good Christian is a good Muslim and every good Muslim is a good Christian. Why so? A Muslim is one who submits his will to do the will of Allah. And a Christian is one who is crystallized into the oneness of God through the example of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ submitted totally to God, and so did Muhammad. The two of them are examples of how we can become one with God, one with each other, through the obedience and submission to the will of God. And the next question posed to the minister is, can you give me critical steps to bring in my ideas into reality? I'm frustrated. And the minister answered, If you have a good idea and you have persons who you trust to share your idea with, then out of that group may come the help you need to bring your idea into fruition. There never was a great man or great woman with a great idea that did not need help to bring that idea into fruition. May God bless you with the help you need to bring your idea into reality. And the minister was asked this question. How has your suffering 
in life benefited you? How should believers view and go through suffering? Mm. And the minister said, My suffering has always drawn me closer to the source of my life, my light, and my strength. Therefore, suffering has never been to put me down, but in truth, to lift me up. Jesus could not ascend to the heights of heaven until he experienced the depths of hell. So it is with us. Oh, wow. And the last question of today's Ask Farrakhan segment is, how do you remain so humble with all of the great admiration and praise that you receive from millions? And the minister said, it is because I recognize the nothingness of self and the greatness of Almighty God. Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing. Everything Jesus did was based on the guidance, love, protection, and strength of his Father. This is the way that I choose to live my life. Wow, wow, wow. Look at those responses. All oh, brothers and sisters, I pray that you got something from today's Ask Farrakhan segment. Boy, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is truly blessed by God to give us exactly what we need. And, you know, we cannot close out this show without playing for you another track from the award worthy album. Let's change the world. We're going to take a quick break. And after the break, we got that cut for you. It's the Teachers 2.0 podcast. There is a need in our community for a universal change. And it has to start with the man. As our world evolves, so does our nation. Being a man of God means being a man possessed of the knowledge, the spirit, and the power of God, anointed to do his will. God makes all things anew. It's time to rise, evolve, and be a part of the cornerstone in God's new kingdom. We invite you to your new and improved FOI class with the newly created classroom and training module from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Find hope. Find desire. Find inspiration to rekindle the fire and build the God within you. You can make things happen just like God when you are awakened as to who you are and whose you are. Open your world to what God has for you. This and every Monday night, the new and improved FOI curriculum in class, growing you in the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We'll see you there. I need your help. Yes, sir. We'll be together, and together we will win. The, the final call is Black America's trusted source for news. Get your digital subscription today. Click finalcall.com. It's a Farrakhan. It's a Farrakhan flashback. Understanding Master Fard Muhammad, 1986. Now this man, Farad Muhammad, that we've never seen. But his guidance was in Elijah Muhammad. And Elijah put the guidance all out there in the public. Now you find yourself thinking thoughts that black men never thought before. It is not an accident. You don't just come up with thinking dead. 
people do not think. So if you're thinking today, somebody caused you to think. Somebody acted on you or your mother. The books you're reading today have been affected by Elijah Muhammad. All your scholarship, you black nationalists that don't want to recognize Elijah Muhammad, you're not quoting all out of Garvey. You quoting Garvey, you quoting Joe Noble Drew Ali, but you heavily copying Elijah Muhammad. But you don't use his name, you use Malcolm's name. But when you use Malcolm, you're saying Elijah, because Malcolm was Elijah's student. Before Elijah Muhammad left us, he began talking very strong. Always talking strong, but this time he was talking strongly about himself. He said, you've been looking for that Jesus. He said, I am he. I'm telling you what he said. He said, you've been Praying for that one, he said, I am he. Before, he would never talk like this. But in the end, he was telling you and me who he was and said to us, very straightforward, he said, I, in the name of Allah, I will bring down the judgment on this people. I. A black man born among you will judge the white man. Listen now, man, I, I don't really give a damn whether you believe or disbelieve. But I got a job to do and I'm going to do my job. And my job is to make his great commission known, brother. You don't even realize how great a people you are that the Messiah that the whole world is looking for would come right up out of you. He would be a man raised from the dead, not out of the cemetery. You are the dead, and one would come up from among you that would be anointed to crush the wicked. Anointed by that great Mahdi, Master Farad Muhammad, to crush the wicked. A man with power to kill. A man with power to heal, not a spook, not a spirit. This is why I would never change the back page of the paper that Elijah Muhammad said on point number 12 of what the Muslims we believe. And lastly, he said, we believe that Allah came in the person of Master W. Farad Muhammad, the long-awaited Messiah of the Christians. Mahdi of the Muslims. It's the hottest cuts from Let's Change the World, the album from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man. You know we have another track for you from Minister Farrakhan's album that was 14 years in the making. And I'm telling you all, not a day goes by while I'm still not playing this album. I'm playing it. 
because it is so inspiring and so rich. I mean, again, seven CDs, a bonus DVD, a book with a hardback cover on it, nearly 100 pages color of interviews or what we call interviews of people who helped the minister produce the various tracks. He got wonderful biographical history on the minister of his life journey through music all the way up from childhood. I mean, it's just a wonderful thing. And then, come on, brothers and sisters, just the packaging alone, this is worth way more than the asking price. So what we want to play for you today is Let Us Unite. This is the Calypso version. Now, those that don't know, you got to look up the minister. The minister was a Calypso star. That's right. Calypso star, not underground. He was known big time. And again, he gave up his music. Because his teacher, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, asked him to give it up, which started his spiritual journey. And then not knowing that God would bless him to get his voice back, to get his music back as his teacher put him back on his violin before his departure in 1975. The honorable Elijah Muhammad had the minister to pick his violin back up. And so now, years later, we are blessed to see Minister Farrakhan show us the example that when you give up something for God, you never really lose it because here's a man singing better than ever, playing better than ever, and has produced an album for you and me and for your family that is not just music for us to play, but it's given us something to reflect upon a man that God has blessed us all these years that's in our midst that we don't really know what we're looking at, but through this album is giving us more and more insight into his heart. So here it is on the Teaching 2.0 podcast. Let us unite the Calypso version from Let's Change the World. Everybody join in this melody. The only way we're gonna be free. Everybody singing this sweet refrain. Sing this melody till it gets in your brain. Well, I'm talking to you, Muslim, Christian, and Hebrew. Here's the thing to do: we got to unite, or else we are through. Everybody singing this sweet refrain. Sing this melody till it gets in your brain. Everybody singing this melody. That's the only way we're gonna be free. They united in Ghana, Guinea, Mali, and Nigeria. All over Africa, the people are getting together. They even uniting in Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, and Angola. And rumors vision will light the world over from Cape to Cairo, one Africa. Everybody singing this sweet refrain. Sing this melody till it gets in your brain. Come on, do it tonight. And sisters, let us unite. There is a need for unity. The best 
In the spirit of the Million Man March, let us unite. We have to come together. And again, we want you to go to lctwmusic.com. That's lctwmusic.com. Make sure you purchase this beautiful music box set, Let's Change the World. Seven CDs with over 40 tracks, a bonus DVD. Come on now. A collector's item book inside. The packaging is just amazing. And I want to thank every single individual that has responded back to us on social media to let us know that you purchased your copy, that you have been enjoying it, and that you agree with us that it is a wonderful journey of the life of the minister through music. Have you enjoyed today's episode of the Teacher 2.0 podcast? Hey, we always enjoy the fact that you would choose to listen to us out of the millions of podcasts that are out there. We do not take it for granted that you have lent us your ear once again. So we ask you again, follow us on Instagram at the teachings podcast. That's the teachings podcast. And if you have a question that's on your mind for Minister Farrakhan, post it and use the hashtag as Farrakhan. You never know in an upcoming broadcast your question might just get answered by the minister. And of course, we always enjoy your feedback. We love your critique and we love your demands and your ideas. So make sure you use the hashtag, the teachings podcast. That's the teachings podcast and continue to leave your reviews, continue to subscribe, continue to invite your friends, your family to tune in. And we thank you always for your support. Until next time, may Allah God continue to bless you strengthen you, protect you and your family during this hour. And please let us know if there's anything of service that we can do for you, we will strive our best. May Allah continue to bless you all as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your time, Minister. And thank you very much for taking the time to answer all of our questions. Let us unite, let us unite. Everybody singing this melody. Let us unite, let us unite. That's the only way we all can be free. Let us unite, let us unite. Everybody join in this sweet refrain. Let us unite, let us unite. Nothing to lose with so much to give.